I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brew Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, and here we are back again. So check it directed. Let's begin, because we have a lot to talk about, actually. Um, recently, I kind of took a hiatus of sorts. Well, I mean, not rec- not really. I mean, I was here, right? So that's really not what a hiatus is. Um, I went off on a... A side story. We had a little bit of good guy guiding, I suppose, is probably the best way to put it. Um, we told a little bit of a, a side story about the good guy crew, or the good guy squad, or the good guy fellowship. However you want to know, you know, it doesn't matter. The important part of the statement is that they were good guys, right? So, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about them and kind of what they were up to in Cerestia. Um... And, uh, of course, now we are back to the main story, back to talking about the brute force, Molt, and Ezra, and Lola. Um, and actually, I have heard recently through the grapevine um, from a handful of people who hang out down by the grapevine that uh, there have been some murmurs, some susurrations, if you will, of discontent that this part of the story, the good guy squad, um, has to go back on the back burner for the brute force to return. And while, dear friends, I certainly understand your uh, amorous opinions of the good guy squad, because I mean, really, they they weren't that they weren't half bad, you know. Good people, um, honestly, it's like filling up on a salad, you know. Um, yeah, they fought inside out wolves. Whoop de frickin' do! How many gods did they meet, right? So. Um, the brute force just is kind of, I just want to get that out there. That's very central to my whole storytelling repertoire. Um, so very much the focus. So we, we, we filter other things in here and there, you know, when I feel appropriate. But we are getting right back into the thick of things here, folks, because um, it's, it's going to get hot and heavy pretty fast. Where we last left off, Lola had received a message in her mind from Agarion, her former master who, until recently, was presumed dead, and, as of recently, was realized is not quite as dead as previously presumed. Lola told him that they would find him, and he replied with only two words, Snowbroth Valley. Snowbroth is a compound word, so it's not three words. Trust me on this. Now, for those of you who do not travel north, you may not know the Snowbroth Valley is an area that is to the windward side of the Shimmering Mountains, far, far north in Alondria. When Lola heard those words, she knew their destination to be Glacier Moss, for two very important reasons. One, it is the largest city in the Snowbroth Valley, but two, it was the birthplace of a great wizard a man by the name of Agarion. So Lola's looking exasperated and kind of tearing at her hair feathers a little bit, like, God damn it! You're alright, Lola, love. You, you seem a little perturbed. <sighs> um... I... Alright, so I just heard back from Agarion. What? Yeah, I mean, in my head. I don't remember Lola's voice now. (laughs) 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 I want a cracker! (laughs) Right, got it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, In in your head. Uh, You sure it was him and not just in your head? How many times do you think I hear people in my head? I hear him all the time. 
well, yeah, well. I say things like, hey, man. That's all they say. They just say, hey, man. That was a Garion. Cool. What's he want? Uh, he's not in Serestir, if he is to be believed. Well, where is he? He's in the, he's in the Snowbroth Valley. <gasps> oh. That's, that's quite a, a distance from... Yeah, uh, isn't that where Mirka's family's from? Not only that, the Stoat King. <laughs> he foretold of an all-white stoat. The Lord of the Stoat nestled in the snows. Let's go find him. That's a great plan. Let's go find the Lord of the Stoat. You know what? If, it, if that means that we can go there, cool. Let's Stoat King it is. How? Wait, guys, how the hell do we get over there? You walk. It only take like what? Three, four, five months? If we just walk through the night? Yeah, it's only five, five months. If we don't eat and we just walk? 24 hours a day. I can do it because I have no soul. <laughs> well, for for a, those of us with souls. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. It'll take a, a long time on horseback as well and probably be a little quicker by boat. Maybe a month, two months. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you're not going to like this idea, Lola, but we could always fly. No. I mean, there's there's a, a docks over there with several airships. Sure, we could buy passage on one of those. If I, I mean, okay, yes, you're right. It's that's probably. Hey, why not steal another ship? Let's do it. I, I bet. I bet if we ask Yanov, he could make a ship fly. He seems like the type of guy that would dabble in something like that. I feel like that's gonna take. A long time. Actually, it'd probably only take a, no, a day and a half. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm just I'm actually right behind you on the same horse. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> you know, I know I'm easy to forget about. No, it's uh, you know, maybe take me a day and a half, two days to rig it up. Um, I did take that giant tarp from around the Buxomy Tigris, and I'm pretty sure I could fashion that into some sort of balloon thing, and you know, we could turn the boat into a. Full-fledged airship, no problem. I just repurposed some of those gas-burning, uh, you know, uh, the, the the jetpack things, then maybe that jar of air, and I'm sure between it all, I could probably make something work. If I recall, the boat was in quite a bit of disrepair last time we saw it, with several large holes from your experiments. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that would obviously, let me patch it up real quick first, and then uh, make some... Quick modifications and off we'd go. Listen, I mean, I understand the inclination to take a uh, a, a conventional, you know, mass transit type of a, of, a, of an airship. But I, I got to tell you, you know, those things book up so far ahead of time. Like, you're not going to be able to book passage on one of those for at least a you know month and a half or so. Oh, so. You're funny. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Like, we're actually going to book a spot. Well, I mean, we're, we're trying to be a, a little better about things, but I don't know if we can steal it. Well, I mean, we don't have to steal a boat to get on a boat. Stow away, you mean? I mean, y yeah? If we could stow away. That sounds like jolly good fun. Is it stealing if we are doing it in an official peacekeeping Peacekeeping manners? Isn't there some sort of accord or treaty? It's, it's kind of like the the police commandeering your horse. Yeah, or like the the Patriot Act. We're just patriot. We're just patriot acting it. I, I mean, I've been on those big uh, those big airships before. There's plenty of places to hide, but you know, the more people you take, the harder it's going to be. Maybe, uh, maybe I could head back to the boat and try to rig it up as an airship and uh, take that on out uh, as well. And, uh, hey, if I get it working, that's awesome. I'll show up. I'll pick you guys up. You know, we can go wherever you need to go from there. Uh, and then uh, if it doesn't work, well, I mean, all the kinks will be sorted out in probably the first maybe dozen miles or so. So if I make it back this far, you already know I'm probably pretty good to go. I mean, I'm all for one that's been, you know, tested even in the slightest. How long do you think it would take by airship to get there? Yanov, do you have any idea? 
Um, well, I mean, if you took it from here, you're probably only looking at maybe a week, if that. Uh, you know, if I, you know, I do have some wither glasses that could transport us back to the ship. Uh, but actually that would break the other wither glasses that I currently have that would take us here or take us to, uh, to Murkheim. So that probably wouldn't be the best of ideas, but, oh, you guys could take my other wither glasses and maybe I could take one back to the ship and build it up and then come pick you guys up. I'm, I'm for it. I no idea what you just said there, but sure. Meaning he'll catch up with us. We'll have a glass. If we see that he's there, we can peace out and get onto our own. Okay. Sounds fun. I'm sure we can hide aboard a ship for a week. I mean, Ezra can pretend he's a statue. Yes. Or a or a ficus. Yes to, yes, to both. I can be a poor unfortunate dead body that they forgot to take off. Actually, they might just throw me overboard. Maybe I should just hide. <laughs> I can, uh, I can try to make friends. You can sit on someone's shoulder and pretend you're a parrot. You son of a bitch. If anybody can, if anybody can do it, it's you guys. Um, I, I have utmost faith in, in all of you. Uh, do not get caught. Uh, whatever you do. Uh, they generally just toss stowaways overboard. Um, which when you're that far up, you know, not the greatest of, uh, of, uh, resolutions for you. Lola gets like super serious faced and like points at each one of you and be like don't get caught I've never been caught a day in my life <laughs> especially you Ezra I reiterate I've never been caught a day in my life just don't call me late for dinner uh, that's the saying right that's the saying yep uh, alright you go to the ship we'll go to the other ship I can't wait Let's to go. be on this airship flying so high through the air. Is Jasper coming with us or going with you, Yanov? Oh, God. could you guys please take him? I really don't. <laughs> I don't. No, thank you. All things being equal, it would really Listen, kind of. Oh, God, but he is definitely going to get caught, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but if he does get caught, he can probably talk his way out of it. I suppose that's true. Yeah, no, uh, that works for me. The less people that I have around me, the better. All right, I'll remember that. Not suspicious at all, and also cool. Okay, Jasper, you're with us. Okay, so you guys are going to try to sneak onto an airship. Yep. Uh, so, so to the air docks. Okay, yes. there's uh, there are only two airships docked here. One of them is departing uh, actually pretty quickly. They're loading it up right now. Uh, the other one's supposed to depart later this evening. Which one's the biggest? They're pretty similar. The one that's departing uh, pretty quickly here is a little bit smaller. Uh, the one that's departing in the evening is kind of the fancier one of the two. See, I, I'm thinking perhaps go for the large one. There's probably more places to hide, right? Big ship. Big ship. Big ship. Ezra All right, just thank continues you to chant big ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, how are you guys getting on this big ship? Uh, are you doing anything before We're you get on the big ship, and then how do you get on Delivering a there? welcoming fan to them. <laughs> That's going to be our, our plan for getting into every place now. Yeah, we're christening the big ship. this nice fern. It's a welcoming fern for christening the big ship. It's the magical fern. All right. I think you'll have to describe it a bit more to us. Is it literally just like a ship with a big balloon on top? Yeah, so ma imagine like a, like a big... Like a like a riverboat almost with a huge balloon, like dirigible attached to the top of it. Gotcha. Uh, it's only loading kind of in uh, a couple of places. the The place where like the the guests are gonna board the boat, basically, it's not open right now. But they are still loading supplies and stuff on it uh, from the rear. Do they enter through like a uh, a door type thing, or do they go up onto the deck? It's a ramp type thing, yeah. yeah. You take a ramp up to the deck. Can we disguise ourselves as luggage? Can you disguise yes. yourselves so, hear, hear me as out. luggage? Hear me out. So uh, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra can pretend to be a statue, and we could like wrap True. him in burlap. Mm -hmm. um, Mort is a pile of bones. We could just put him into a thing. Uh, archaeological interest. Yes. Oh, I can't believe I've never mentioned this before completely hollow on the inside and Ezra 
like clips off his crotch region and like, uh, Mort, you just climb right up on in here and we'll hide you. We'll hide you, in, we'll hide you up in here. <laughs> just crawl inside of like a tauntaun. <laughs> It's gonna get hot in there. Good thing you don't sweat. It's crawling up. Uh, I thought you smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> um, we'll leave that as plan B, shall we? What's your name? Like, you know, like Jake from Adventure Time when he turns into a car and he sucks up in. That can be me. Me and you, buddy. Climb into my magical anus. Um, and I'll just climb into a trunk. <laughs> Okay, so so Lola's climbing inside of a trunk. Presumably, you guys just like went to the market and bought like some luggage, basically. Oh no, 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 no! We'll just take luggage that's already there, throw everything that's inside the luggage out, and then <laughs> climb it. Okay. Did we ever decide what Mort's deal is with being able to detach pieces of himself? Can I hide myself in several suitcases? That's <laughs> what I'm asking. <laughs> Uh, n- you can, but I'm going to make you roll consistently to stay corporeal, basically, because as you separate like those things, it takes a lot of uh, your abilities to like be able to stay together as a being. So it probably is not a great idea unless it's a situation where you would absolutely need to do it. I wouldn't suggest it. Yeah, I'll stick to the one suitcase. Uh, where's Rufus? Rufus. Rufus can come with me. Me and Hank. Uh, our pets allowed on the boat. Uh, that Rufus, I mean, like, like, pets probably are allowed on the boats, but they would have to, like, be in a pet carrier type thing, so. <laughs> are you gonna take another dog out and let another dog loose and put Rufus in that dog's carrier? We just well, I was just thinking, just let him loose on the boat, but I guess they would need to be contained. Uh, he's also gotta get onto the boat, like, that's the thing, you know? The question is all infiltration, it's not anything else. Like, you guys have to figure out how you're getting yourselves transported onto the boat, from that point, it's all kind of moot, right? Rufus can either go Lola or me, or inside of inside of uh, Ezra. Apparently, That's an option now. <laughs> yes, has Ezra got air holes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, presumably my mouth, <laughs> the crutch. Yeah, it's a hole. It's where where it slides on out. <laughs> I think that would probably. Uh, permanently damage your relationship with Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring him in the thing with me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need some stealth rolls uh, to sneak around and hide yourselves in luggage Ooh, without please. being stopped or questioned by any of the dock workers working here to try to load this place up. Uh, <laughs> I I got four. Oh, good for you. I got three pluses and I have one. Nice. I got two. I got two. Well, I rolled three times and nobody got more than one. So all three of the people that could have possibly seen you guys uh, managed to not be paying quite that much attention. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. Uh, so you guys have stashed yourselves away. A giant, heavy-ass plant uh, and a reasonable trunk. And then where where are you again, Mort? Um, probably like a fairly small piece of luggage. I imagine I can fold myself up into a small space. Okay, so you are literally a bag of bones at this point. Ah. Ah. <laughs> okay, so you guys are hanging out there, um, and it's it's a while. Like you guys are just chilling there for upwards of an hour, hour and a half in these. Oh, we should have gone to the pie shop while we waited. <laughs> in these, uh, for for some of you, in these like uncomfortable, cramped uh, situations. Uh, Rufus is getting kind of like real cagey and just not enjoying the situation. Uh, but eventually there's some movement uh, first for, for Mort and then for Lola. And then eventually uh, several people in a dolly managed to get uh, Ezra loaded onto the ship. Uh, and you guys are loaded in the luggage hold. Not me. I'm a plant. They need me to uh, be so, out in the sun so that I can photosynthesize. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. You're up on yes. deck. I guess it's the, the rest of you are not. Uh, but yeah, so you, eventually you guys get kind of placed where you're supposed to be, and it's still another hour, hour and a half where you hear a lot of movement around you as they continue to bring more and more stuff into the luggage hold. Uh, but eventually you guys hear the door shut and nobody comes in for another five or ten minutes. Uh, so you start to think maybe they've, they've done all the loading. I unzip a little bit of my bag 
Do they have zips in this world? If they have zipper technology, please do tell us that one, Adam. Um, button a bit of my bag and peek out. Yeah, there's nobody in here uh, except for you luggages. Um, I open it all the way and get out and then open Lola's bag. Oh god! <laughs> Rufus is bouncing around in what you can uh, you you know very well t- uh, is his I have to pee bounce. <laughs> That's okay, boy. Just just go in the corner over there. No problem. I remain a ficus. <laughs> a ficus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys notice that that Ezra is not down here. Uh, Classic. Uh, where is Ezra? I I hope they brought him on the ship. What if they left him at the docks? Ah oh, shit. I suppose we we need to find out. Um, I sneak up the stairs and peek through the door uh yeah so they've started loading up uh passengers onto the ship so the like they've done all of the luggage loading and all of the uh like supply loading so the the ramp that's nearest to you is is closed off now and they're loading on the far ramp all of the um the passengers and so people are coming up the ramp and then they're heading off towards their cabins and stuff uh which are on the main deck and above so i see ezra anywhere Nope, you do not see Ezra anywhere. Do I see a plant anywhere? You see a plant that is uh, significantly smaller than Ezra, but kind of in the same general shape. Uh, it's to the very front uh, part of the boat. Psst, Ezra! Ezra! Yeah, the plant Ezra. is non-responsive. <laughs> I don't think you can hear me. The plant is non-responsive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lolo, do you have any kind of farsight spell or something? Uh, no, not even a little. Oh, oh, but I can send him a message. Oh, yes, that's a jolly good idea. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to send, I'm going to use a fate point. Okay. And message our good, our good buddy Ezra. Ezra, where the hell are you? Uh, so Ezra, you are currently on uh, the front of the boat. Uh, you're on, just happen to be on the side. The figurehead. Yeah, you just happen to be on the side opposite of this smaller plant. Like it's <laughs> kind of like they assumed that this was like like the, these were in pairs, and so they just kind of set you guys up on opposite sides of the main deck. Um, but you're just on the opposite side of the boat is where Mort had come up. Uh, but you get this message that uh, from Lola that says, "Ezra, where are you?" I continue to photosynthesize. Don't be a don't be a dick. Roll photosynthesis. I don't. Can I? I can I answer her back? I don't think I can answer her back. Yeah, you can. Oh. you can answer. Okay, yeah, you can answer. Uh, I answer back. So we change every time whether you're not thrown up. it's canon now. I answer back. I'm at the front of the ship, waiting for you to come. Uh, Mark, he's at he's at the to front. see me. That was a weird way to end. Oh, he's still talking. Hey, what are, you, what are you guys doing down here? You guys, you're not supposed to be down here. Well, who is this? Uh, as you guys kind of wheel around, there's another guy coming out of a luggage <laughs> <laughs> over towards the back, uh, and he's shooing off Rufus from his luggage. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. What is Oh, jeez. He peed on me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You'll do that. Uh, t- terribly sorry, my good man. Oh, man. Oh, you know, not that it's not great to see another, you know, group of, of wind travelers up here, but uh, uh, you, you guys can't be down here. They're, they're, they'll find all of you. Wait, I mean, wait, you, you gotta you? get moving. I mean, I'm gonna get moving. You don't think I'm gonna get moving? Listen, that it ain't my first time. It ain't my first rodeo. Oh, I'm gonna get out of here. But you guys get a super. Can you give us some tips? Uh, tips. Uh, t- oh, listen. <laughs> Have I got tips for you? Uh, yeah. So don't follow me, uh, cause I'm gonna hide in a place that only one person can fit, and that's not any use. It's just me. Uh, so don't follow me. That's my tip. That's a so you just tip. spend the the journey here, and you don't try to blend in with the other passengers. <laughs> oh no, that's a fool's game. No, I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go to one of the closets up there and and just uh, blend in with you know the chemicals and uh, maybe uh, a mop head and something of that nature, and they won't find me, uh, and I'll be there the whole time. Oh, you're lucky. And, uh, your hair looks exactly like a mop head. So how fortuitous. Yeah, no, this is actually a mop head I wear uh, for for my infiltrations. You know. Uh, what, what's your name, good sir? 
Oh, you never heard of me before? I'm surprised. Well, I I'm don't a... know. You haven't told us your name. <laughs> Maybe I have. My name's Zippy. Zippy Calhoun. And I'm one of the, the actually, probably the most forefront uh, airship hitchhikers in the in the world at, at this point, basically. That's a vocation? Uh, I no, I mean, it's not really a vocation. So it's a passion, you know? It's something people are drawn to. It's a calling. Uh, you could say that. Yeah, definitely. Listen, okay, you seem like nice, nice folks. I'll give you a little bit of inside tip here, okay? Just an inside tip. Come here. Come, come closer. Come closer. Closer still. That's too close. Okay, listen. What I would suggest for you is this particular this particular uh, ship actually is housed and, 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 and is from a laundria, right? So they're going back there all the way from, from, from Dinderash, right? So they don't do any of the repairs over here. They do the repairs on that side. So if you can find any of these, uh, any 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 rooms or anything that are like uh, closed off and uh, and are taped up or anything like that, that means that there's some problems in there and they don't have any passengers in there. And then you could just go in there, you know, have your time. You know, they probably got some salted meats. They got some nuts from the last part of the trip. And uh, you could go hang out in there and just have yourself a gay old time. It'll be beautiful. Uh, I'm not going in any of that stuff because it's too big. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go hide in one of the closets. Uh, so I wish you all a fair day. Uh, okay, well, I, good I, luck to you. Yep, good luck, Zippy. <laughs> I don't need luck, but thank you. I appreciate it. It's very kind of you to wish me luck. And Zippy uh, skips on up the uh, stairs. I, I uh, elbow Morton's like, what the hell? I didn't even ask our names. <laughs> I, I mean, surely he's heard of us. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can find what these closed off. Rooms. Uh, I guess we just try and sneak out and grab Ezra on the way. Yeah. Alrighty. Oh, what's the inside layout like? Uh, there's not a lot of area like underneath the ship per se, because like it's not like a boat in that it's supposed to travel on water, so it's kind of like flat bottomed. Um, and that's kind of where you guys are. There's a section that is um, where all the luggage is, but it's like attached to. Um, like there's other sections of that that kind of main floor. Uh, so like the restaurant, like the big restaurant on the boat is like kind of behind you guys. Um, but the stairs do go up to like the main deck uh, where everybody kind of loads in. And then there's uh, all of the rooms. There's like three stories, three floors worth of rooms above you. Uh, and as you go up higher and higher and higher, it's progressively uh, more expansive and more pricey. Uh, and then there is like a little promenade area on the very, very top of the boat. Uh, and then that is right directly below where all of the moorings and attachments for the um, like for the big balloon dirigible thing is all connected. Um, yeah, I guess we try and sneak up and grab Ursula and then search one of these boarded off rooms. Okay, uh, a pointed note is that when uh, Zippy walked out past you, Mort, he was he was not, like, sneaky at all. He was just kind of walking right out, not looking like he was trying to blend in anywhere. Right, how many people do we think are on the boat? Uh, right now, you would say that as it's loading up, there's probably 200 people that are loading onto this boat right now. Okay, so we, if we try to hide our monsteriness? I mean, I've got a Frankie face. <laughs> I'll just go the the cloak pulled around my head. I'm gonna do much the same. I'll take cloaks from trunks in here. There's quite a few people out on the deck and coming onto the ship. I guess we just walk out there like we're meant to be there. Ah, sounds good. So we do that. Um, do do I need to put Rufus on a leash? Do you think? Um, do you have a leash? And I'm sure I could find a bit of rope or string. Do you need to? I don't know. Uh, I will. Sorry sorry about this, Rufus. Let me just tie this piece of string around your collar. Uh, I, I know, I know, boy. It, it's not very nice, but it, it won't be for long. That is a dog growling. <laughs> That's the growl. That's a dog growl sound. So do we need to make any kind of rolls? Yeah, as you guys uh, get up on deck... Uh, go ahead and roll me a, uh, actually, I don't know. You could roll me a stealth or you could roll me a. I'm not trying to be stealthy as such. Yeah, you're really not trying to be stealthy. That's what I was thinking. Like, if you're just trying to, 
like look like you belong there. But we're trying not to stick. Yeah, up. I mean that could be a deceive. Mm, I have one. That's a three. Wow. Okay, so there are some very imperceptive people, but one of the uh, one of the porters who's uh, still kind of bringing some stuff, and uh, there's there's kind of crates of crates of stuff that are kind of stacked around the deck over by where you guys are coming out. Uh, one of the porters sees you guys come out from downstairs and uh, he approaches. He's like, oh, you guys aren't supposed to be going downstairs quite yet. What? Uh, what's going it's on? So here? sorry. I forgot something in my luggage. Oh, yeah. You know, you you can't go down there. Uh, that door should be locked. Uh, 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 yes. Point taken. Uh, we, we won't do it again. I mean, the, the door wasn't locked. I, I I had to get get my dog out of his storage crate. He doesn't like being locked up too long. Um, oh, uh, so uh, I don't I, want to let him stretch his legs. You know, he, he you know, you know, bathroom breaks and, and all that stuff. He's been drinking a lot of water, and um, there's nice looking plants there that I thought perhaps he could use. Uh, okay, you're gonna one of you or, or both of you are gonna have to roll some rapport to try to convince this guy that you guys are. Uh, on the up and up. What? Um, nothing. Okay. Uh, so yeah, he doesn't really believe what you guys are are saying. He thinks it's kind of strange. Uh, he definitely knows that that door should have been locked, uh, and it probably was from the inside. You guys probably felt it unlock as you uh, came out. Um, though I I did see uh, a couple people going down there earlier. Might they have left it unlocked? Uh, people like. Passengers? I wouldn't know. Were they wearing this uniform? I, 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 he points at his very obvious <laughs> uniform. <laughs> I don't believe so. Oh, that's that's not good. Uh, was is anything tampered with down there? Did it look like? Uh, I mean, I couldn't say. We our our like things certainly weren't. peed on some of the luggage. <laughs> oh, geez, not a serial peer again. Oh God. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll we'll leave you to your business. Yeah, uh I might have some questions later. Uh which uh which room are you guys staying in? Seventeen. B. <laughs> uh what uh no. <laughs> one one seventeen or two seventeen? What yes, two one, seventeen. Sorry, one seventeen. Oh. We're okay. separate rooms. We're we're not related. Yes. We we've uh, only just met. Okay. Okay. L- listen, you you just have to keep a secret. Listen, we we just there was an undeniable attraction, and you know sometimes you just gotta get that out of your system. And this is very embarrassing. So I'm just gonna go. And she says, like, uh, he, in the midst of this conversation, he recognizes that you guys are not humanoid. Like, I mean, you're humanoid, but not human-ish. Uh, and he grabs Mort by the cloak, and he's like. I think you're just going to have to stay right here for a little bit. I'm going to have to ask a few questions. You're uh, sure, sure. No problem. Oh, oh, charm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's four. It'll last for an hour. Uh, Yeah, he is successfully charmed. So what do you say to him? I just, I am... I am terribly embarrassed. I'm just going to excuse myself. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was in my right mind. Oh, I, uh, I've got to go. She says, and like, kind of puts her hand in front of her face to hide it even more and look embarrassed and like just kind of demurely slips off. What about me? Okay, you have escaped. Also, Mort is still there. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell him that Mort was fine. As I'm talking, I'm like low down, waving quickly, like for him to take off the other way. All right, okay. I sneak off while he's distracted. He's got a hold of your cloak, though. Like, um, I definitely thought you were going to use the charm for something else. <laughs> like maybe convince like, him to leave you alone as opposed to just like. <laughs> I try to make him like feel embarrassed for me and just be like, oh, this situation. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna. Gotcha. But he still wants to question me. Uh, Yeah, yeah. He's still interested in what Mort has to say. He's like, he is given, uh, like, he's he's given Lola the the free pass basically at this point. But yeah, he's still a little concerned about what's going on with with old Mort over here. You're on your own! I let go of Rufus's lead and sort of indicate to him that I want him to cause destruction. Okay. 
uh, I guess um, I use rapport for that now instead of animal handling. Minus one. <laughs> Rufus pees on him. Uh, yeah, uh, so he notices that Rufus is kind of zipping off and uh, he kind of puts his foot down on Rufus's leash as well. And he's got kind of the both of you there. He's like, I- I'm sorry, do you-, do, you have a- do you have a ticket or anything, fellow? Uh, I-, I-, I hate to-, to-, to do this, but it's really kind of strange what's going on uh, here. From around the corner, I'm going to use one of my deck of illusion things and just whip it at the guy's foot. <laughs> okay, this could be like a big thing. Like it's not the most inconspicuous. You may you may get this guy scared off, but you may also like draw the attention of Shit. another two hundred people. Just but, so you okay, know. Okay, but that makes me want to do it. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. Okay, so uh, yes, my my tickets. Um, it's um, it it's in my luggage. Well, now that just doesn't make any sense at all. Because how would you even get on a boat if your ticket was down in your luggage the whole time? Because I had a spare that I've dropped overboard. Oh, oh my. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this guy's like waving over other guys. He's like, hey, can I get a you hand over what? here? Screw it. I throw my damn thing. Get the cards okay. out. Mort's floundering. It's what I do best. King of spades. Oh, God. That's not good. <laughs> what is it? Actually, no, that's that's not bad. That's a priest and two acolytes. Oh. So all of a sudden, a uh, an illusory priest and his couple of acolytes show up. I, I would like to at least get him to step off of Rufus's leash so Rufus can take off and they can... Uh, yeah, so these guys just like spring up out of nowhere and they look like they're holy men uh, of the one church, which is the Church of the Hyena. Uh, which is enough to kind of put the spook into anybody. Uh, and so he sees these two guys and he's just like, oh, oh. And he like takes a step back and yeah, steps off of Rufus's leash. Rufus zips uh, away from him. And he probably does let go of your cloak uh, when he sees these two guys uh, just kind of show up out of nowhere. Oh, you, you better stop him. He's He's got rabies. Don't, don't let him loose on the ship. Oh, my word. That would be awful. Oh jeez! Why why would you bring a dog with rabies on the ship? Well, I I was taking him to to go and get treated. I'm I'm around the corner like waving for him to like get out of there. Quick, quick, go, catch him! Uh, yeah. So the guy like runs off to try to catch Rufus. Okay, and I leg it. Okay, uh, you have successfully avoided. With nearly no <laughs> suspicion thrown upon you, one porter. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go get into the like closest closed off room we can. Uh, yeah. So like as soon as this guy like it, he, he's obviously on the look for Rufus and then there's going to be more questions for you. So hiding out and uh, and telling Ezra where you're at once you're there probably does make a lot of sense. So, yeah. You guys go around a corner and you find a place that is all taped up with caution tape, basically. All right, yeah, we you know we're going in. Okay, uh, can somebody try to pick the lock on this? Oh, I'm burglary. Three. Congratulations, you have picked the lock into this place. Uh, so you managed to do it, and you managed to do it so nicely that you you managed to get in there without the tape even breaking. Ooh. So it looks like you haven't even entered in. Uh, as you go in, this is uh, an enormous suite in here. Uh, very lush, uh, nice furniture. Uh, looks like they have a stocked bar mm-hmm. uh, and uh, all types of uh, food stuff. So you guys are probably going to be set up in here for the entirety of the trip. There there are like little orange uh, cones set up around the center of the room. And uh, there is uh, a bit of uh, a crack in the floor, but otherwise like pretty, pretty nice digs. I, I think this might be the nicest place I've ever hidden. Or, or in fact, stayed ever. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Zippy. I just thought of something. Wasn't Jasper coming with us? Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> is he just sitting on the dock? Going, <laughs> Guys. <laughs> He's just in a trunk, curled up. Uh, yeah. You guys do know that you did have him in one of the pieces of luggage, <laughs> uh, but you guys forgot about him down there. We'll and go get him later. He, he apparently fell asleep in his trunk or something. 
<laughs> or died. Who knows? All right. Well, I think we're good. Fancy a drink? Oh hell yeah! Uh, yeah. So you guys have a drink off the drink cart. Uh, in the in in no time at all, the uh like the the airship actually starts moving. Uh, everybody must have loaded on. Uh, you can feel it kind of lurch forward. Uh, but you know, being in the room, like not having like clear visibility of the fact that you are actually flying, it's not super uncomfortable for you, Lola. Uh, <laughs> it just does kind of feel like you're in a boat. Um, but like the the lurching forward, like not everything is all like uh, like locked down in here. The drink cart that you grab your drink <laughs> off of kind of goes rolling off uh, towards one side of the room as the airship kind of moves forward uh, and it kind of goes out over through between these uh, cones in the floor onto this crack in the floor and falls straight through the floor, uh, breaking open a hole that peers down over uh, nothingness. Actually, you have an open hole in the floor now that looks down uh, probably 5,000 feet, I guess at this point. Oh no, <laughs> I, I quickly throw a rug over it. <laughs> you don't have any rugs that size. I throw whatever is available over it. <laughs> Good. Congratulations, Mort. You've been thrown over a hole in the floor. Uh, yeah, no. So, so you've got a, you've got a hole in the floor that uh, like it's a uh, it's the moon door, basically. Oh. <laughs> uh. that, that's rather dangerous. You would have thought they would have secured all this stuff down, uh, not just left it loose lying around. Uh, you you do remember that you unhooked the drink cart when you got, decided to get drinks out. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we set ourselves up, I guess, for the week. Um, message Ezra to get here when he can. And Jasper. And Jasper, yeah. Okay. Well, the, per- the first part of your journey on whatever this airship is, I don't know, we never came up with a name with it, has begun. Airship, right. An airship. They smuggled themselves onto an airship. It never happens. It never happens. I don't know why more people don't climb into luggage and try it, but it never happens. I am not, by the way, <laughs> suggesting that you actually try that. We had a, a... Just bring it down for a moment here, folks. Bring it down. I'm going to get serious with you. Listen, don't... Don't don't actually try that. Okay, I want to be crystal clear about this because there was an issue early on about some boat thievery, right? So a, a boat was stolen in the story, and then uh, boat trespassing went up significantly in town, and uh, the constables thought to blame me, and they brought me in, and there was a whole thing. Um, it kicked off a big problem with uh, my f- friend at the time, Fur Hat Greg, and then it's it's still a very touchy subject sitting across the board. So what I'm saying to you is I, I don't in any way, shape, or form condone hiding away in luggage to get yourself smuggled onto an airship. And honestly, um, they didn't do a great job at it, right? Um, they have been found out, obviously, at this point, right? A porter saw them, and there's the, the Rufus is still, at this point, unaccounted for. So don't think that they're getting off scot-free on this matter. So you could try. You could, you could 100% try to go smuggle yourself onto an airship, but you're probably going to get caught. And if you do get caught, let me tell you something. Stick around for the next part of the story, bud. Okay? Because, um, oh boy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not great for you. Okay? Uh, but we'll talk about that next time, obviously, won't we? Uh, here at the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you next time. Oh, g'day, potatoes. It's me, your, your friendly neighborhood, Skelly Man. Hey, y'all, and this is Ezra, i.e. Pat, and uh, I just want to tell you stories about sweet potato pie. And recording songs for the Disney Channel. <laughs> I, I just love to re- record me them songs for the Disney Channel, but you know what else I love? I love to uh, read some reviews that we got from our listeners. Oh yeah, I, I love doing that too. It's, it's uh makes me feel all squishy inside. 
just like this one by Whitmoosh. Brute force kicked down the door of my heart. Uh, things I love about this podcast. All the characters, all the players, and the DM. The incredible music, meaning both the Firefly-esque theme song and Ezra's impromptu singing. Rufus the Terrier, Hank the Lizard. The super engaging story. Seriously, Brute Force... Well, gosh, I'm, I'm just so tongue-tied. Seriously, give Brute Force a listen. The char- the narrator, character, Jasper Spitwistle may be a creep with the raspiest voice known to sentience, but the story has... Oh, gosh, um... The story... And there's a bunch of characters here that are unreadable. Delivering to the Golden Ring, Graucos, and Tea Room more than makes up for his faux pas. Oh, that was a... A, a great review there, Sheila. I've got one here for you. It says, a great storytelling and fun by Raphael Flynn. Love the podcast. Picked it up on random encounters and haven't been able to stop listening. Never care for a narrator, except Morgan Freeman, as much as Jasper. All around great characters, adventure and goofs. The background tunes are also a delight. Thank you. Okay, bye. That's oh. not a goof from our podcast. No, it's not. You're but, crossing but, the streams there. But <laughs> this, thank you for the review anyway. <laughs> yes, you warm the cockles of my southern heart. Uh, speaking of that, you can head over to patreon.com slash brute force and uh, oh, check real? out our, uh, our reward tiers. Oh, fair dinkum. Yeah, you can head over and if you got a bit of uh, money to spare... Which, you know, I know times are tough, but, you know, if, you, if you've if got it to spare and you like what we're doing, then you can throw a couple of bucks our way. And then you won't be a flaming galah. Right, just what that other southern uh, pro- country person said. Anyways, thanks for listening. And uh, as always, uh, kiss, kiss your mother and be nice to old ladies crossing the street. And watch out for the ruse. They'll get you. Pie you later. When you make a six-song EP of children's songs, you come up with a group name. What was the group name? The Superpowered French Canadians. Superpowered French Canadians. Uh-huh. <laughs> any of you? Were any of you French Canadians? No, we're all from a small hands? town in the south. Mm. And do any of you have superpowers? That's debatable. I'm pretty tall. So. <laughs> <laughs> Height is not a superpower. I Are we sure? Uh, where did you get the French Canadian thing? I have no idea. We just thought it would be really funny. <laughs> and the more important question, can you sing one of the songs for us? Yeah, because I just listened to it. We had... <laughs> would you? The name of the EP was My Left Hand. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, so we have uh, Conversate with Bees is one. We have uh, <laughs> Toenailed Burritos. <laughs> You know, I'm starting to understand. I starting to. Th- I think I understand why you didn't get a call back. <laughs> and like the music is all. It's like do 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 do. It's like all like real. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. What prompted this? My buddy's got like a four year old son, and I guess there's a ridiculous children's band called Cuckoo Kangaroo that I guess are like a new age Wiggles, and all they do is scream nonsense. And he was like, man, children's songs are so weird. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot about the superpowered French Canadians. <laughs> Just so we've got this recorded, what was the superpowered French Canadians? It was, what did you do this for? <laughs> we, made song, we made children's songs. <laughs> for Disney. Because <laughs> we wanted to be the Wiggles. <laughs> because we thought, man, how easy of a job would that be to did be the Wiggles? Did you have ideas in your head of like going on tour? Hell yeah, dude. And, like, going full out with you know this. the wiggles were probably making like 1.5 million a year easy and all they had Yo, to do dog, was they like, making bank yeah did you have like costume plays oh, oh yeah <laughs> okay explain in detail we all had we all had names i was leaf la leaf <laughs> and i was only gonna wear like <laughs> shirts leaves. with with maple leaves on them <laughs> <laughs> and a mullet and a mullet wig. I feel like I should be offended. I think all of humanity should be offended. <laughs> and so most of the songs are like conversations. <laughs> and Todd would be like <laughs> Do you want to conversate with me? We'll talk about flowers and I'll say bumblebees. 
Flowers are really pretty, but bees are really small. Do you like to get stung? No, not at all. <laughs> Let's talk about flowers and bumblebees, everything in the world and all the pretty things. Fish like to swim and birds like to fly. I have a really important question for you. Yeah, what's up? Where, what's the Dropbox link? I just found the CD, and so I need to figure out a way to digitize it, and I will. Yes! There is also... Yes. <laughs> Patreon bonus? <laughs> I like to eat toenail burritos. They taste oh so swell. They make me happy. They make me jolly. They make me want to dance. Dance, dance. Dance, everybody. <laughs> Come and smell the water. Sell your car. Pet my dog. I'll finger paint my pet moose. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that just seems pretty consistent with what uh, kids' songs are. <laughs> I, I, I take it all back. I don't know why this didn't get any traction. Right? <laughs> So that's what was uh, that's what it was about. <laughs> wow. That was really good. <laughs> it might have been because yeah. we had some branded content about getting free pizza. <laughs> oh, I see. You were just doing it to get the free pizza. <laughs> no, we had a song called "Free Pizza" from Domino's. <laughs> 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 we, <laughs> we all got free pizza from Domino's. Not Papa John's! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I got it. Okay. I, can, I can turn it on. I, it's, it's in right now. <laughs> Okay, okay, uh, Adam, as someone <laughs> with a child in the age range that this would appeal to, what do you think his chances are? Um, I think I... I think I already have this album. And it's a Bare Naked Ladies album, so I think like at this point, you're, you're, chicken. You have a you're probably pretty good. Chicken. Oh, oh man, yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, don't dis bare naked ladies. They are national treasure. 